morning, friends. On this Sunday, April 5th of 2020, my name is Reverend Nick Phillips, and welcome to our service of worship here at Carmen United Church in Sydney Mines. We continue with the state of emergency that is in our province, and earlier this week, our government announced that schools would remain closed until at least May 1st, and that the state of emergency would extend again to at least the middle of the month. I want to share with you today that we can expect at least the same here at Carmen. We will remain closed. In these unprecedented times, something the world hasn't seen in 100 years, uh, we are living in a strange new world. So again, today I record this service for you as part of our continuing attempt to worship together, even if it is virtually. I continue to check in with our members and I confess that I have yet to talk to everyone, but I have talked with most of you. There's still a few families left to call, and I trust all is well with you. If you need anything, whether I have called you or not yet, uh, please feel free to call, even if it's just an opportunity to talk to someone. None of us should feel alone, even in self-isolation. We are here for each other. I know in talking with you that a number of you have been calling one another, checking in with one another, supporting each other, and I am so glad to hear this. We are a community. We are a, a, a family. We are all in this together, and together we will get through it. I just want to announce one slight change to our Zoom schedule where we've been chatting together over lunch times at noon. Now we're going to move these to be just on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 12 o'clock. If you want to join us, uh, please check our Facebook page or our website where I'll post the links uh, where you can indeed join us. If you're having trouble getting the technology to work, give me a call and we will try to talk you through it and how to connect. We can test it together before we go live at noon. All of these meetings will be posted again on Facebook and our website. Further, I'm also hoping to share other resources with you. They are also on our Facebook page and our website, one of which is a daily devotion designed just for this week. It starts today, it takes us through Holy Week, uh, through Good Friday, and on to Easter morning. I will sh that is shared on our website, and I hope to send it out in the newsletter uh, very, very soon, if I haven't already, realizing I, I am recording this beforehand. If you'd like to receive our newsletter, please go to our website again, and there's a newsletter button. Just click on that, and you can sign up to receive the newsletter. I just want to remind you what we've been hearing all along uh, from all levels of government. Please stay home as much as possible. Keep safe. This virus is proving to be quite dangerous, and we want to protect each other and our healthcare system as much as we possibly can. So again, I encourage you, shop for your groceries once a week. Go by yourself. Keep your distance from others. And then go straight back home. If you know someone who needs some things picked up, check in with them and offer to get them those things and drop them off at their doorstep and give a wave through the window just so there's some distant human contact with each other. We should heed the advice of our premier. Stay the blazes home. Be safe, everyone. My prayers are with you. Again, if you are able, keep an eye on our website, carmenunited.ca, or our Facebook page, 
and I'll try to keep as much up-to-date information there as possible as to how we're communicating, what's going on, and all that sort of thing. Uh, we are working on a Good Friday service as well. It'll be this same similar format. Uh, it is the best we can do in these days. But pay, uh, watch for that uh, to arrive on Friday morning. So as we continue today, and what God has designed us to do, that is to worship, we take this moment of silence to prepare our hearts to worship our God. Let us join our hearts in prayer. Holy God, we come today on Palm Sunday with no branches to wave, no collective hosannas to sing, yet we know you are still with us. We know your Holy Spirit is still active in this world and in our lives. As we worship you today, may we know the comfort and peace, the hope and the joy only you can bring. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Today, we will read of Jesus returning to Jerusalem in Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. When they had come near Jerusalem, Jerusalem and had reached Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what has been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt, and they put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of them uh, and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, you who are our rock, our strength, and our redeemer. Amen. This is weird. Don't you think it's weird? We are one week away from Easter. This particular Sunday, Palm Sunday, is often a celebration as we come to welcome Jesus back into the city of Jerusalem. We wave our palm branches, we sing our hosannas, we celebrate what Jesus is about to do, as hard as it may be for him to do. Yet, we are home, we might be with our family, we might be alone, we're not in our church, that's for sure. And let's be honest, let's be honest with each other. The days they are dragging on, are they not? 
On Wednesday morning, I, I read this story online, and, and I got confused. They, they moved Easter from April into May. Various religious leaders, they got together, the Pope and, and whatnot, they got together and they talked and they decided that this was the right thing to do this year. And I, and I read and, and reread the article and I, and I couldn't quite figure out what was going on. I was confused. So I made a comment. I said, how can they be sure that we're going to be back in our churches by May? And then a friend reminded me of the date, April 1st. They got me. They got me because I had no clue what day it was, let alone know the date. I guess I was their fool, and I'll accept that. Although, to be honest, I didn't find it very funny. These days, they, they're just so long, aren't they? We have just endured probably the longest march ever, maybe since World War II. And now the government is telling us that we're going to have another month of this. April is going to be one long month. Here's hoping that the weather at least starts to improve so maybe we can get outside and get into our yards and start doing something. There are a couple of days last week that I didn't even bother getting dressed. I just spent all day in my pajamas. Well, yes, I did do work those days. They were not likely my most productive days. This is certainly far more dressed up than I've been all week long. Even when I went for groceries one night, the best I could muster was to put on my good sweatpants and an old hoodie and go from there. I'm sure you've likely had a day or two or maybe six or seven of those yourself this past week. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because it's okay. The world is a, is a changing place right now. And if you want to mope around in your pajamas all day long, you have my permission. If you want to skip washing the dishes today, you have my permission. If you want to eat craft dinner right out of the pot, because that's the best you can do for this moment, you have my permission. Not every day has to be joyful. Not every day has to be full of hope, because let's be honest, the world is not offering a lot of joy and a lot of hope right now. I mean, you look at the news, you look at Italy, you look at Spain, you take a look at New York City. New York City. I mean, it's in the middle of a huge crisis right now. Seems unimaginable, unimaginable that a city like New York City could be struggling so hard right now. I mean, isn't New York supposed to be the life of land, uh, the, the land of life, the, li the land of opportunity. You know, how's the song go? If you can make it there, you can make it where? Anywhere. Let's face it, not every day is going to be the best day, or maybe not even a good day at times. You're going to have days where maybe you struggle to even get out of bed in the morning because you're just feeling beat down, you're feeling tired and depressed of all that's going on. And I'm telling you that it's okay. Now, don't let every day be like that. If you find it happening day after day after day after day, then get outside, get a breath of fresh air. Or call someone and just have a chat. Call someone you know that will give you that pick-me-up that you need. Someone who will make you laugh. 
find those moments where you can just find the simple joy of living once again. You have my permission. When we turn to Jesus entering the city of Jerusalem one last time, that is the traditional reading for this Sunday. Jesus is approaching the city as this great festival of Passover is getting ready to be celebrated. People are coming from all over the land to the city of Jerusalem to be part of this festival. The road into the city is busy, it's crowded. Jesus has sent the disciples ahead to pick him up a donkey and a foal. And they put a blanket on it and their coats and, and they brought it to Jesus to ride in. As Jesus mounts them and, and rides into the city down the road, the crowds recognize him and they stop. Jesus is well known at this point and word begins to spread through the crowd that he is coming through. So people clear the way and make a path for him to come. And as he's going by, they're laying down their jackets, their coats. They're cutting branches off of trees along the road and they're laying it before him. It is the makeshift red carpet as the superstar of the show makes his grand entrance. When you picture this scene, where do you see yourself? Some days you may feel like the disciples going ahead to do the Lord's work. Other days maybe you feel like the donkey. I would suggest that most days we would consider ourselves to be in the crowd as Jesus approaches and passes on by. The crowd of people that are lining these streets, these roads, they are living in a land that is oppressed by the Roman government. Their, mov their movement is limited. They don't have much to celebrate. They probably don't have much work. Does this sound familiar at all to us today? I'm not saying we're being oppressed by the government. We're not. But we are being limited in our movement, rightfully so. We don't feel like we have a lot to celebrate right now. We don't even have that much work right now, most of us probably, because we've been told to stay home as much as possible. And just like the people lining the road, we are also looking for hope. The people are looking to Jesus to turn things around for them. They're looking for someone to rescue them from the life they are living right now. They are looking for freedom. They're looking for peace. They're looking for hope. They need a rescuer. The issue is people are expecting Jesus to lead a political revolution, or even maybe a military coup. They're expecting him to go into the city and overthrow the Roman government, tossing them out of the city and giving the people back their land and their freedom. Now they knew a rescuer was coming. They remember the stories that their forefathers had told them from their, from their faith that the, there was a promise of a rescuer, a messiah, sent by God to free the people. So logically, they look at these promises that they're going to be freed, that they're going to be rescued, and they apply them to what they need in the moment. You can't fault them for this. If you knew someone was going to come to your house right now and rescue you, you'd probably have your list of things that you want to be rescued from and how you would expect that rescuing to happen. However, God God has other plans. 
He sees different problems that people are facing, problems they don't even know they have. God is seen beyond the struggles they face. He sees beyond their oppression. He sees beyond the, the societal issues that he is struggling, they are struggling against. He sees their broken faith. He sees their hearts, which are looking for rescue from the physical issues, but he sees their need for spiritual renewal. He sees their hearts, which ache for hope and love. Hope and love only he can bring. This is the rescue God intends to fulfill. He has sent Jesus not to overthrow a government, but to overthrow our sinful hearts and make us aware of his deep love for us. The same love he offers us today because he is still our rescuer. Jesus didn't come to save us from COVID-19, nor did God create it either. It's in these days of self-isolation, which of course is a proven tactic to limit the spread of a virus. We must do it, but it's during these days of self-isolation that God is giving us an invitation. He is inviting us to let Jesus be our rescuer today. Not to rescue us from anything we can see, probably not even the things which are necessarily given us our daily stress and anxiety, but Jesus is coming. He has come to rescue us from the hopelessness that we may feel. Jesus is here to rescue us by revealing the love of God into our hearts, which gives us the hope to push on. Revealing the love which gives us his peace. Revealing the love which deepens our dependence on God as we learn to not only receive the love he freely gives, but also learn to trust in him. The people who lined the road, they did not understand this. They just knew that this amazing teacher, this healer, was going to do something big when he passed through the gates into the city. So they made a path. They cheered. They cried out in joy. But then he didn't do it. They didn't see him do it. He didn't overthrow the government. He didn't overpower the Roman soldiers. Instead, he was arrested. He got caught. How could he let this happen? The cheers, well, they went silent. The crowds, they dispersed. Even his friends left him. They didn't quite understand what he was doing. He didn't under, they didn't understand what he was doing for them, what he was doing for us. Jesus, our rescuer, gave his life so that we would know God's love and grace in our hearts. He rescues us with a sacrificial act of love. Jesus rode into Jerusalem like a king, loved and adored by everyone. But then he was arrested. He was arrested like a criminal. He was alone. And it was when he was alone that he did his greatest act. He gave his life to rescue us. In John 15, Jesus says this, Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. 
You are my friends if you do what I command you. When we follow in the way of Jesus, we are his friends. And as his friends, we see his greatest act of love, that he laid down his life for us, for our own. While in these days we may find it would be a struggle to find reasons to celebrate, even on Palm Sunday, may we know in our hearts and celebrate this fact, Jesus gave his life for ours, his friends. May we know this in our hearts and carry God's love with us wherever we go this week and forevermore. Amen and amen. At this time, I would like to offer a time of prayer. Normally, this would be in our church services here in the church. It would be an interactive time of prayer with all of us sharing our concerns together. Since I cannot see you or hear you, that's not going to work for us. So I will simply lead us in a time of prayer. At the end of the service, I encourage you to continue in times of prayer. Pray something for yourself, your, your family, your loved ones, your friends, your neighbors. Pray for our doctors and nurses. Pray for those who are serving us in grocery stores and restaurants. Pray for our government. Pray for protection. Pray for healing. Just pray as you are able. As I have in the last few weeks, there will be several points in the prayer, and you see the words below where I recite this. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And after I say we pray to the Lord, please join in with Lord, hear our prayer. I invite you now, please, join me in prayer. Let us pray. Lord, we gather today in our various homes, longing to be together, longing to be singing our hosannas and raving, waving our palm branches, longing to celebrate the gift of Jesus who has come to rescue us. But even when we are apart, O oh God, wherever we are, you are still with us. So thank you, Father, for this time of worship. Thank you for this time of acknowledging your presence and remembering that Jesus has come for us. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. God, we pray for so many people today. We pray for our church. You know the struggles we face. You know the separation we feel from each other. You know those who are sick and in need of comfort, healing, and peace. So we pray for your church in these days. May you lift up our Christian brothers and sisters, our church family, and provide for all our needs. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. We pray too for those who are vulnerable and afraid in these days. We pray for seniors. We pray for those with compromised immune systems. We pray for those who suffer from addiction. We pray for those who live in poverty. Lord, may you protect all these people and give them peace and hope. May they not feel alone and scared. May you, those around them reach out in love and support. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We continue to pray for doctors and nurses and all those on the front lines fighting this virus and seeking to save as many lives as they possibly can. God, we ask you to protect them and bless them, to comfort them in these difficult days, protect their families, give them wisdom and healing powers as they seek to do all they possibly can for all who come through their doors. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. 
We also pray for those who are on the front lines, the essential workers, the cashiers and retail workers and restaurants and grocery stores. We, we pray for truck drivers and delivery people. May you protect them. May you help us all give them their, uh, help us to give them their space. May you bless them abundantly in these days as they put themselves at risk for our comfort and our needs. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for our governments. We pray, may you protect our prime minister and his family, our premier and his family, our mayor and his family, our MPs, our MLAs, our counselors. May you give them wisdom in, in, in how they can best serve our country in a time of need. We thank you for their swift response and, and their encouragement to protect ourselves and to protect our health care system. May you bless them in the work that they do. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. Father, we pray for our families, we pray for our friends, our neighbors, some of whom may be sick or anxious and afraid. May you take those anxious fears and bring your peace. May you remove their sickness and bring healing into their lives. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. God, we turn all our prayers to you, for ourselves, our loved ones, our church, our country, and this entire world. We take all these prayers and offer them to you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, the one who taught us to pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. My friends, thank you for joining me today. I would like to encourage you to continue supporting your local church as we are all going through difficult times in these days. If you would like to donate online, you may do so through our website, carmenunited.ca. We have a number of ways in which you can continue to support the ministry of this church, including uh, online giving, e-transfers, or even still just dropping off your envelope. If you have any questions, please call the office and we will arrange to help you out in any way we can. While the ministry within our building is, is not happening, our ministry to the world continues, and of course with that, bills continue coming, and so we do indeed uh, hope for your continued support in these days. We need your help to keep things going. Again, if you need your offering picked up or need some sort of arrangement, let us know. We will do our best to help you out. Thank you for your support, and may God bless you abundantly. As we prepare to end this service of worship, let's go forth in the name of God to love and serve all those who are around us. May we know God's peace in our hearts as we try to turn our fears over to the one who heals and restores. And we continue to pray for his kingdom to come to this earth as it is in heaven. May the peace of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you all now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you, my friends. And again, I hope to see you very, very soon. Thank you for listening to Be Still and Know, a ministry of Carmen United Church in Sydney Mines. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, www.carmenunited.ca May God bless you this day.